Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is November 6th, and our reading comes from Hebrews chapter 7. Now remember, in the book of Hebrews, the author is trying to help these Jewish believers understand that what they have received, the new covenant, the new promises, what they have in Jesus is far better, far superior than anything that they've left behind. And so today, and for the next few days, he's going to reiterate that in different ways over and over again, trying to settle this in their hearts. For me and you, I think the big thing we need to understand is that what Jesus has already accomplished is better. It is superior than anything we can do through our works in religion. We cannot add to what Jesus has already accomplished. It is finished. Hebrews chapter 7, beginning in verse 18, he says this, Yes, the old requirement about the priesthood was set aside because it was weak and useless. So the old law, remember, what it did is it made us aware of sin and our need for a Savior, and it restrained sin unto the coming of the Messiah, but it was not perfect. It did not have the ability to reconcile us to God. Verse 19, for the law never made anything perfect, but now we have confidence in a better hope through which we draw near to God. So that old system was pointing to Jesus. And now that Jesus has come, lived a perfect life, died in our place, shed his blood, sacrificed for us, we have hope in what Christ has accomplished in order to be reconciled with God, to be forgiven, to have eternal life and new life. Verse 22, because of this oath, Jesus is the one who guarantees this better covenant with God. I'll never forget when I was in college and I was going through some financial challenges and there was actually a man in our church who helped pay for the last two years of my undergraduate degree. And another thing he did is he helped me buy a car. I had dropped out of college for a season and it was primarily for financial reasons. And he understood that. That's why he offered to pay for school. But he also knew I needed some quality, reliable transportation because I actually delivered pizza for a job. That's what I did about 30 hours a week to pay my bills. And so we actually went to the Dodge dealership and he co-signed for me to purchase a car. I couldn't buy it because I didn't really have any money. I didn't have any money in the bank and I didn't have any credit. I was just a, you know, just a kid. And so he signed. In other words, we bought that car, but it wasn't, it wasn't because I guaranteed the loan. It was because he guaranteed the loan. It was his financial strength that secured the car, secured the loan. Here's what he says again in verse 22. You remember, Jesus is the one who guarantees this better covenant with God. So all that we're talking about as we're moving through the book of Hebrews, all of these promises, all of these benefits, all that we've been studying and learning in the New Testament, all of that is ours. 
Not because I'm good and you're good. Not because I perform and you perform. Not because we're religious. All of this is ours. All that's been promised is yours. And that is guaranteed, not by your works and your performance. It is guaranteed by the person, the credit, the credibility, the performance of Jesus on our behalf. I love that. Verse 22, there were many priests under the old system for death prevented them from remaining in office. But because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. Therefore, he's able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. I love that. He lives forever. So right now, in this moment, Jesus lives to make intercession for you, to stand in the gap, for you to speak on your behalf before the Father. Verse 26, he is the kind of high priest we need. Why? Because he is holy and blameless, unstained by sin. See, one of the reasons Jesus had to be God, not just man, but he is the God man, 100% God, 100% man, is because he is holy, blameless, and without sin. Therefore, his life, his holy life is a sufficient payment for the sin of all mankind. And because he is God, then that blood, that sacrifice is sufficient for all mankind throughout all time. I just love how Hebrews is helping us to understand the gospel, the richness of all that Jesus has done for us. And and I think it's so important as we're going through the next few days that we just allow the gospel, allow what Jesus has accomplished to settle our hearts. It is finished. And we have to learn to rest in his grace, to stop performing, striving, and trying to earn what he has already purchased. Because as we learn to rest in his grace, as we learn to enjoy God, as we fall in love with him, as we learn to live in his presence, as we're learning to walk with him, that's what transforms our lives. But if we don't understand what Jesus has done, and like the elder brother in Luke 15, if we're out in the field trying to earn what Jesus is freely offering us, then it ends up robbing us of eternal life because either we become proud and independent, or we become shameful and independent. But when we understand the gospel, we become grateful and dependent on the work of Christ in us. That is the gospel. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for what we've read today. Thank you for all that we're learning in the book of Hebrews. I pray for every person that they would see that who Jesus is, And all that he has done for us is far superior than what we can do, what we can earn, far superior to any religion. God, help us learn to rest in you. Help us learn to enjoy you. Help us to open our hearts and to be captivated by your glory and your grace and your generosity, your beauty, so that we are transformed by your presence and your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. I hope that encourages you today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.